What is up my party people and welcome to another episode of Films with Farrell. We've got a good one here today, folks. We will be examining the 2022 Amazon original, The Tenor Bar. Now, before we go any further, it is important to note that this is not a movie based on a bar that specifically sells chicken tenders. Okay, that is not the case. Um, the last thing I would really want is for one of my viewers to be scrolling through their Amazon feed, click on a movie with a very cool title and a pretty good cast, spend about 60 minutes of your time waiting for them to start talking about chicken tenders, uh, giving the movie a little bit more time only for the credits to roll and you're left dumbfounded wondering what you just watched because there's no chicken tenders even remotely brought up in this movie. So then you go about creating a podcast slash video vlog for YouTube where you review movies so you can review a movie that isn't about chicken tenders to make sure your audience knows that they aren't watching a movie about chicken tenders um, if they fall for that trap. Um, I don't really know who that might, um, you know, I don't know who that could have happened to, not me, uh, but just in case if it happens to somebody, you know, this is what this is for. So it's not about chicken tenders. Um, so folks, we've got a good one here today. Before we go really any further, uh, it is important to note, special shout out to uh, this week's sponsor. Uh, this week's sponsor is Stanford Student Loan Servicing. Okay, now Stanford Student Loan Servicing, over 1 billion students left in crippling student loan debt since 1969, uh, doing great things over there. Folks, strap in, we've got a good one. All right, party people. So like I mentioned, we will be reviewing the 2022 um, Amazon original, The Tender Bar. Okay, this is probably one of the more well-known, more, I guess, recent movies to actually just do a straight-to-Amazon release since Chris Pratt did The Tomorrow Wars. Uh, if you're not familiar with that movie, we actually have a review as part of season one of Films with Farrell. Uh, go ahead and feel free to check that out. Uh, what we have here, too, if you're liking what you're seeing, please feel free to like, subscribe, comment, uh, anything that you need to do uh, to keep up with the videos. All right, so again, Amazon original movie, The Tender Bar. Um, what I like about the streams, what I like about not having to go to a movie theater, you can pause it. If the movie's kind of dragging a little bit, you can feel free to hit the pause button. You can go about your day. You can kind of break it up into sections. You can also just go to the bathroom. You don't have to get overpriced popcorn, uh, things along those lines. So, you know, that's a win right there. But when we're looking into this movie, it is a rated R movie. With your rated R movies, naturally, you get your shits, your dams, your fucks, uh, so on and so forth, right? So we are looking at a, you know, not a lot of swear words, but a, you know, decently swearing movie. I mean, it's a, uh, it almost seemed like a Boston accent at times, but I guess it was a Long Island accent, even though the movie actually shot in Massachusetts. Uh, but anyway, you're looking at about an hour and 46 minutes runtime. So not extremely long. Again, this is on a streaming platform, so you can hit pause. You can break it up as you go. Uh, what made this movie for me? The cast. Absolutely amazing, right? You have Ben Affleck kind of as the low-key star of the show. Uh, he plays Uncle Charlie in the movie, but he absolutely just kind of steals the show in the scenes that he's in, in my opinion. Uh, you've got Ty Sheridan. You've got Daniel uh, Ranieri. You've got Lily Rabe from American Horror Stories. And you've got Christopher Lloyd. Kind of cool to see Christopher Lloyd. I haven't seen him in, like since Back to the Future, so it's good to know that he's still out there. He's still doing things. Um, you know, so that's really just about the cast. When you look at just everything going on here as well, we're looking at directed by George Clooney. You know him, you love him, maybe, maybe not. Uh, directing this movie, one of the movies I remember that he directed was Ides of March. I really like that movie with Ryan Gosling, so I was really excited to see what he can do with this. Um, he was able to kind of get this script from the memoir of uh, J.R. Moringer. 
Okay, so author, uh, this was his memoir. These are kind of like the true events of his life. So when we're looking at like this cast right here, this is the story of his life. And then it was adapted into the screenplay right here by uh, William Moynihan. So a lot, of, uh, a lot of heavy pieces going on in the making of this movie. So let's go ahead and uh, dive in a little bit deeper. A lot going on with this. Um, this movie was based on the memoir of J.R. Uh, Moringer. Right, so George Clooney takes on this project as directing it. George Clooney, no stranger to being behind the cameras actually directing a movie, did Ides of March, also did uh, Suburbicon with Matt Damon. So, I mean, he, he has directed other movies before. We talked about the writing of this movie. Obviously, uh, the writer, uh, William Moynihan, was writing this based on the memoir that he read of uh, JR's, right? Moynihan has wrote such things as The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg. He wrote uh, Edge of Darkness. He also wrote The Departed. So Guy knows how to write, right? I mean, you don't kind of go about, especially The Departed, one of my all-time favorite movies as well. Great cast attached to that. I digress. But, you know, we are following the actual true story of J.R. Moringer um, in this coming-of-age tale. And to be honest with you, it it is a decent coming-of-age tale, right? Uh, two things that I absolutely loved about this movie. I love the cast, the family dynamic that you have inside of this movie, and I love the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack was so good because JR's father was actually a disc jockey back in the day uh, in, in order to actually talk to his dad, like JR didn't really have a great relationship with him. He would talk to him through the radio. He would listen to his dad's voice and just kind of have a conversation back and forth. So I think they used part of that element to actually tell the story since his dad was a disc jockey, but um, thought the soundtrack was fantastic. Uh, the characters, absolutely fantastic. Ben Affleck, that's a supporting character of Uncle Charlie. Uh, it was great. But unfortunately, this movie really fell stale towards the back half and the end. Um, you know, it was like a roller coaster. You're climbing up, you're climbing up, you're climbing up, and you have everything good just happening. Like the characters are clicking it off. You've got the story right there. And then it honestly just kind of just falls flat. Like, you know, there's no actual peak and then just drop or anything like that. You're pretty much just cycling on a flat road um, throughout the back half of the movie. So I was very disappointed in that, especially... You spend so much time getting to know these characters, spending time getting this full development. And I get, you know, these are characters from his real life. These are real family members. But, um, you know, you just don't see that in the, the back half. The back half's really just him getting to realize that his dad is, in fact, a piece of shit. Uh, and he goes off to Manhattan to become a novelist. And, hey, he wrote this and it turned into a movie years later. So really wanted to see more out of the back half of this movie. As I mentioned, it is a coming-of-age tale. Um, I do give it one thumb up uh, for the cast, for the soundtrack. Uh, but in terms of overall story, it just doesn't do anything to excite me. And I get this as someone's actual true life. So, hey, I'm sorry if shit didn't explode or if he didn't have X, Y, and Z happen. But, you know, through just writing um, part of a fictional piece, you could maybe add some things or I, I don't know. I just really didn't care for this movie all that much. I would give it one thumb up. Uh, if anything, for you movie lovers out there, I would recommend watching this uh, just for Ben Affleck's performance as Uncle Charlie. Uh, I haven't seen a list of nominations or anything like that. I would assume when you have a George Clooney movie released uh, with this type of storyline attached to it, with Ben Affleck's character the way it is, uh, I would look for him to be nominated for some awards come awards season. Uh, but this movie just really... I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. When I watched the trailer, I'm like, this movie's going to be great. Um, but, you know, trailer got me. I, you know, And I'm not talking too much shit on this movie because I do think uh, the movie lover would, you know, at least appreciate the art and appreciate the first 45, 50 minutes, we'll call it. Uh, and then it just kind of falls flat. I mean, you know, it is him coming of age, coming to, you know, just come to grips with 
some issues from his childhood, which are always important to, uh, you know, to have in the movie, but um, I just didn't really care for it too much. Uh, so folks, I really appreciate you making the time here. If you like what you see, please feel free to look into wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your uh, YouTube videos, which is probably YouTube. Uh, we've got a full list of different movie reviews in our libraries. Uh, we're coming out with new uh, movie reviews bi-weekly or you know, a couple times a month as much as we can. Uh, but if you're liking what you're seeing, subscribe, comment. Uh, that way you get notified when you, we do have more reviews. Uh, if you'd like me to do a review, please reach out to me as well in the comment section below. Uh, really, on anything social media platform, it is Films with Feral. So, folks, I appreciate you making the time here today. Again, you know, go check out the movie. If, if you're a big just movie buff, if you're a big Ben Affleck guy, I would watch this because the performance is worth watching. Other than that, we're on a roller coaster. Come get me because we're just we're just going flat. I want my money back. Uh, but again, it is a stream, so you know you can only watch. If you only want to watch the first half and hit the pause button, go, you know, binge watch a TV show or something, more power to you because you can. You don't have to go to the movie theater. Uh, folks, have a great night. We'll talk with you here soon.